This time, I'm not that upset because I have a lovely guest with me. Today, we are truly right around the corner from our house at the Emory Primary Care Building. Is that what it's called? Emory Stonecrest Primary Care Office. Emory Stonecrest Primary Care Office. See, look, I don't even know what I'm saying. So with that, I'm not going to hold us hostage too long because I want to make sure that we spend as much time as possible speaking with our lovely guests. So at this moment, do you mind introducing yourself to our audience? Absolutely. I am Dr. Carmen Eccles, family medicine physician, Stonecrest resident, and I work in the community. I'm also a community physician here in the city of Stonecrest. Look at that. She works here. She eats here. She lives here. Well, you do eat here, right? I do. Yes. See, she (laughs) eats here. And look, she's out here making sure that we stay healthy. So we have a little bit of a conversation we're going to have. And you know me, I'm going to try to keep it professional, but there might be some giggles here and there because it already started before we came on air. So as we're waiting for Gaza to set up, I thought (laughs) that Dr. Eccles said that she took the time to remove, if she had the equipment, she would remove bees, like buzzing bees from people's ears. And then I immediately got afraid that a bee was gonna fly in my ear. My ear started itching. I was like, is there one in there? But then I learned that I misheard. It was a bead after several minutes of misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's a, you know, I'm at the right place, but people who are sick should be at the doctor's office. So here I am to get well, hopefully soon. Hopefully before we leave today, everything will be well and right with me. So all is well with you. You're good. I'm good. Oh, You're good. And I'm healed. You see, <laughs> it's, she didn't even have to touch me. You are an excellent physician. With the wave of the hand, it is all over. (laughs) So I want to say, um, Dr. Eccles, she connected with us and we were so excited. And one thing that you mentioned was that you were returning to the Stonecrest area. What is something that brought you back to this community? Yes, I tell people when they're like, Dr. Eccles, you're back. I'm back. (laughs) So I've provided primary care services to the Stonecrest area before this honestly became even in the city. I graduated from residency, the Medical College of Georgia in Augusta, and immediately moved to Lithonia to practice back in 2011. And I wind up leaving just as the pandemic started for two years. Darn non-compete clause. Gotta love those. And now I'm back to provide care to the people of Stonecrest. It is near my children's school. It is near my home. I love this area and everybody knows me and this is home for me. She says she loves it here. I do. Let's see. That means a lot because there's so many changes that are occurring and then we feel and we've heard people in the community say everything is leaving, right? And having the opportunity not only to speak with a Black woman physician, but one who wants to be in the community and has been elsewhere and says, hey, this is where I want to be is awesome. So I'm very, very happy to have you here with us today. So tell us a little bit about the particular type of medicine that you offer and how you would describe holistic medicine. So uh, as a family medicine physician, I always like to tell people this because oftentimes people don't really understand the depth of training that family medicine physicians have. 
I tell people we are trained birth to earth, womb to tomb. However, even though I was trained that way, that's not necessarily my day-to-day practice. Um, I am most comfortable seeing patients ages two and up. However, in the current practice where I am, I'm pretty much now practicing from an internal medicine or an adult medicine scope. Um, The majority of my patients are Black women between the ages of 35 and 75 years old. And of course, women being leaders of our family and our community, I see those women and whoever they drag in here with them, kicking and screaming, um, be it there at this point now, their teenagers, their husbands, their fiancés. Um, I see, see it all. Um, primary care medicine, bread and butter, unfortunately, chronic diseases that plague the black community, high blood pressure, diabetes, hypertension. I could pretty much do that in my sleep, which is not necessarily a good thing, as mm-hmm. you could possibly imagine. Um, but and that I actually segues into what I consider holistic health. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that's a really big trend now. I don't want drugs. I want natural. I want holistic. But for me, especially as a primary care physician, as a Black primary care physician who understands the apprehension of medicine that a lot of people have, I actually, my spin on that is actually the spiritual, mental, and physical health. The physical health with making sure that We don't have those chronic conditions that plague us in terms of an area of generational health. Um, Our mental health, um, we can pray. We are praying people. So for the most part, honestly, Black people, our spiritual health is taken care of. (laughs) We go to the temple. We go to our prayer rug. We go to the altar. We go to the church, whatever the case may be. But what I think happens with mental health people kind of merge that mental and that spiritual component because neither one is tangible. Mm -hmm. You can't see spirituality. You can't see God. You can't see the great creator, the great I am, whatever, by whatever name you want to call that high entity that you worship. You can't see mental health. You can talk about feelings, but you can't see it. It's not like a blood pressure or a blood sugar reading where, well, my blood sugar is high, well, let me fix it this way. It's a feeling. And we often discount mental health the spiritual. And that may not necessarily be the case. So for me, holistic health is basically making sure all three of those things are taken care of. You touched on something that was so big. And I would like to elaborate a little bit more if you have the opportunity. Sure. And that is the lack of awareness and the discounting of mental health in the Black community, especially with Black men. Um, yes. So do you have a perspective on that and maybe some ways or I know that you can't necessarily offer advice, but some thoughts around how we as women in our family or just families as a whole can support mental health and how to recognize it? Well, how to recognize mental health? We often, I can say at least as speaking from the perspective of women who are busy, leaders in our community, leaders in our household, professional women, basically it's the same thing across the board. We have so much on our plate. We just have a sense of constantly being busy. Mm-hmm. And that with that busyness can come some anxiety, the expectation of what well, we have to do everything perfectly. I have to look good. I have to give this presentation. It has to be on point. My children have to be on point. I have to keep the house... That can actually, that's actually anxiety Mm -hmm. to a degree. 
stepping back, delegating and understanding that it's okay. That would be my advice to women just in general. Delegate. As leaders of Is that a our word? households. How do you spell delegate? I think you spell delegate C-O-N-T-R-O-L <laughs> or, when, or do it all myself. I think that's delegate. When I tell you it's a learned <laughs> skill, it is a learned skill. I mean, this is what, been married for 11 years, a mom of seven, a little bit over seven years now. I had to learn how to delegate. So it's definitely, it's an acquired skill and it does take time. Mm-hmm. I do want to say, if you're busy, I will say this too as a woman, my personal experience, <laughs> you miss things. Mm-hmm. But when you're able to slow down, you pick up on things. Mm-hmm. If your significant other isn't talking, if they're more quiet than usual, mm-hmm. ask if they're okay. Mm-hmm. As far as our men go, ask them, are you okay? My husband hates it when I, I'm fine, I'm fine. Just just don't hound me, just leave me alone. Okay, respect that, but still just the, are you okay? And giving them space to talk mm-hmm. and communicate is very important. Oh, I love the giving them, like the space to communicate because I know that as women and huh, me, uh, hey, how are you doing? Well, I'm not feeling good. Why don't you feel good? You know what? I done made a good dinner and this house looks great. You should feel fantastic, don't you think? And as opposed to that, okay, why don't you feel well? Stop. Mm-hmm. And just tell yourself in your head, stop. Mm-hmm. You ask the question, don't add anything else, give him time to answer, and if he doesn't, go from there. Absolutely. Uh, what about um, therapy when you're feeling healthy? I am actually an advocate of therapy when you're feeling healthy. Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily go when you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Just do check-ins. It can be with a therapist. It can be with your primary care doctor. Case in point, a lot of people skip that annual physical. They may have health insurance. It's 100% covered by the health insurance, but oh, I feel perfectly fine. Well, guess what we do during those annual physicals? Depression screens. (laughs) We pick up a lot of stuff during the annual physical, and I also liken the human body to a vehicle as well. Mm -hmm. Do you take your car to the mechanic when it's clanking and clunking, or do you take it for oil change, Mm -hmm. that transmission flush, Mm -hmm. making sure all your levels are filled? Mm -hmm. You do that when the car is running okay, now, granted, during those times, the mechanic may find something. And we're like, okay, this is what is going on right now. This part isn't working quite right. You have a lot of buildup in this area. Now, you can keep going for X amount of time, but after a while, you're going to start hearing a noise. Mm-hmm. That is what your annual physical is for. So I'm definitely pro-annual physical. Every 12 months, please get it. Pick up a lot of stuff. Get healthy, Stonecrest, and go look what I'm hearing is that you can talk to your primary care physician about your feelings too. You don't have to come in there and say, oh, doctor, my ankle is ankling. <laughs> my knee is kneeing or my knee won't knee no more. We can, <laughs> we can say, you know, my heart is hurting. My ankle's ankle. Guys, get out the show. You didn't want to be over here. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like you the sound guy today. And, and with that stone crest, Gaz is trying to sideline, say what's going on. But yeah, your ankle's ankling. That means that your ankle 
it feels good, but every now and then when you take a step, it does a little pop, pop, <laughs> you know, it won't, it won't stay straight. You're walking real fast and all of a sudden your ankle bends and you're like, oh, what happened? You didn't step on a crack. You know, there was no rock. <laughs> the ankle just <laughs> Yeah, then it's time to come in and see me. And you also mentioned signs of, I guess you could call it mental unwellness as well, fatigue, mm. fatigue. And a lot of people say, yeah, I'm always tired, but isn't everybody tired? Yes, yes, but we have to make sure that it's not because of an underlying mental health concern. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? When we come back from break, we're about to take a quick break here. I want to talk to you about fatigue and something else that it may be related to. I just want to ask your perspective on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll be right back. Hey, neighbors. Our sponsor, National Sustainable Energy Group, has a special offer just for you. So check it out. National Sustainable Energy Group is available for all of your HVAC needs, including new units, maintenance, and repairs. But if you live in Stonecrest, they want to offer special pricing like new furnaces starting at $39 per month or new HVAC systems starting as low as $69 per month. On top of this, you will get a 10-year parts warranty, two-year labor warranty, and a one-year preventative maintenance plan. Call our friends, National Sustainable Energy Group at 770-871-0192 to schedule your free consultation today. Again, that's 770-871-0192 and tell them Stonecrest Weekly sent you. All right, and we're back. So Dr. Eccles, we were talking about fatigue and feeling tired before we left on break. One thing that I want to circle back around, I saw this actually on social media, so I'm not certain that it was any type of medical professional or anything, but what they said is you are not tired, you are unfulfilled. Is that something that is like accurate in thoughts? Like I'm just not happy or feeling satisfied with my life as it is versus like, I'm not truly like tired. I'm sleeping all the time. And that's a sign of unwellness, right? Unfulfillment can lead to depression. Oh, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Absolutely. Well then look at that social media healing the people. (laughs) But don't use social media as your frame of reference. No Google MD. Right. Right. And so since Gaza wanted to jump in here and you just said something that I have no choice but to to jump into, and that is the Google MDs. So we like to self-diagnose because we're totally afraid of coming to the doctor and hearing the actual truth. We rather speculate and be afraid and shiver in our timbers at home than actually come and find out what's true. Um, If someone was to use an internet source, is there one that's highly recommended or do you not recommend any and say, please call your primary care physician? Y'all gonna look online anyway. (laughs) So I might as well give you direction on some halfway respectable source that you can use. (laughs) Mayo Clinic is a good one. It is evidence-based. I solidly, wholly recommend that. But I will say this, as with any internet source, Mayo Clinic is evidence-based, but if you're like, gee, I have a headache, what are you going to tell me it is, Mayo Clinic? Mayo Clinic is going to tell you anything from a tension headache to an aneurysm. <laughs> and what are you going to focus on? The aneurysm. Exactly. I'm dying. So. I'm dead, actually. Uh, right, right. right. It, it's just all over. So, print out that Mayo Clinic article. 
and see your primary care doctor. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, speaking of a primary care physician, it's actually something that's kind of difficult to find. We recently tried to find one for Gaza. Um, do you have recommendations on the best sources for finding a primary care physician? And also, what insurances do you accept if someone wants to consider making you their primary care physician? So word of mouth, a lot of my patients have found me mm-hmm. through word of mouth. So that's important. Um, also, too, you've probably heard in the news that there is a physician shortage. Mm-hmm. I do have my own opinions on that because there are a lot of physicians, honestly, from other countries who come here. There were surgeons back in their home countries. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, they're not able to work in the United States healthcare care system. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain training protocols that they need to go through in order to work in the United States healthcare system. He couldn't get in the camera any way possible. That's okay. It's all good. <laughs> and so we have physicians. It's just a matter of making sure that they're trained to work in the U.S. healthcare system. Okay. That being said, since there's a physician shortage, and I use shortage in quotes, it will be difficult to find one if you need to get in with someone in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. But we're absolutely out here. We're out here. Awesome. So insurances that insurances. that you accept here. Okay. We accept actually almost every major commercial insurance. We do also accept Medicare as well. I'm not sure if we accept Peach State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will find that out. We'll put it in the show notes, guys. <laughs> That's awesome. So when I think about the big chronic conditions that you mentioned earlier, and then also the apprehension, right? Like I have high blood pressure, my medicine ran out, and I haven't really been taking it for a long time. So now I'm afraid to go back to the doctor because I don't want to hear that it's worse. Um, What Are there any things that I could do as I'm working up my nerve to get to your office to help mitigate the high blood pressure I'm experiencing or any other um, points of reference you could give anyone for these chronic diseases and that they're trying to manage at home for whatever reason. So, of course, as we mentioned before with the whole mental health piece, stress management is key. Mm -hmm. That can be challenging because you can only control your outside forces that are applying stress so much. You can, however, control your response to them the best of your ability. So meditation, breathing in terms of things DIY-wise at home. Um, Also, too, watching your diet, making sure that you're eating foods that are minimally processed, low in sodium. I know salt makes everything taste better. It's the Lord's. He said we're the salt of the earth, so why? I'm I'm just trying to say, I'm just doing what the Lord said, and it'll be, be seasoned. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh! I believe in seasonings. <laughs> seasonings are good. Herbs and spices. But <laughs> if you have well, high blood pressure, you got to be careful with that salt. And also, too, if you are concerned about diabetes, if you're predisposed to diabetes, too, consider eating like a low-carb diet, low-saturated fat diet, oh. proponent of that. Mediterranean, everybody asks me, Dr. Eccles, what is the diet that you recommend? Mediterranean diet is easy, is Googleable. Somebody wants something that they can Google and look up. Mediterranean diet. 
So is that like Greek food and Turkish food or? Not at all. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Let me put it that way. Not necessarily. You can make it culturally relevant. Mm-hmm. So lean proteins, fish, chicken, very little to almost no red meat. Mm-hmm. Um Plant fats, avocado oil, avocados, olives, olive oil, grapeseed oil, um, and a ton of fruits and vegetables. All the things that I, well, no, Gaza calls me a rabbit, but lately I've been living my best life eating Garrett's popcorn. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. And we talked about minimal processing. I'm breaking every rule that you said and. And right now, you know, Taco Bell, the Mexican pizza came back and I and I ate like maybe four and before they sold out, you know, but don't judge me. OK, <laughs> judge your mammy. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, but but I'm at the doctor. You see, and she said I was well. So, <laughs> so I'm going to own that. But no, those are great pieces. And I'm glad that you also referenced diet because. Sometimes we feel like someone's just telling you, you got to eat better. And you're like, eating better won't cure everything. But if you're afraid to come to the doctor and you don't want medicine, you have to do these particular things to really make sure that your body is going to change and get what you need. Yes. And I tell anybody, do it early. Because so many people, again, they come to me and say, I don't want to be on medication, but your blood pressure is 200 over 100. Mm-hmm exercising with the blood pressure that high, not necessarily the best idea because your blood pressure naturally rises Mm -hmm. with exercise. You don't want it to go up anymore. Medication and lifestyle, lifestyle changes. Mm -hmm. Get rid of the stress. It's summer. Hot girl summers are recommended. That's what I just heard. Get rid of your stress. So if your spouse, it's it's hoochie daddy and hot girl summers. That's how we get, we're healed. We're healed. Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop. Dr. Eccles, you have given such great information. And I know that you do more than just practice medicine. You also speak. Can you talk a little bit about some of the things you do outside of family medicine? I do. I actually started when it was eons and eons ago, when it was DeKalb Medical, uh, working with community outreach and giving talks in the community. Now I am a paid speaker. I go to <laughs> Two snaps. Okay, go ahead. Churches, conferences, anything like that. If you need someone to come and talk about generational health and prevention and treatment of chronic disease in a language they understand, I'm your doc. Look me up. And secondly, I have a book coming out, which hopefully in the fall, diabetes. What your doctor wants you to know and can't tell you in 15 minutes. Because I get that complaint from a lot of patients. The doctor went in and out the room so fast, I didn't even get a chance to ask any questions. Well, let me apologize. Unfortunately, that's how the insurance companies are set up. We have to see our patients and see them quickly. And sometimes we don't get the chance to tell you everything that you need to know. So hopefully in my book that's coming out, you'll get a chance to learn some things. I like that. I like that. So... I'm going to learn all about diabetes, not because I have it, but because there's people in my family who have it. And you know what? I don't want to get it. So there's that. I will stop eating the Garrett's every day. But they just reopened post-pandemic. So I had to go ahead and get up. 
you know, so don't take my blood sugar before I leave here. I won't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> or get the bees out of my ears. None of those things. But it has been an absolute pleasure. Do you have social media where people can follow you? I do. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Dr. Carmen Eccles. That is D-R-C-A-R-M-E-N-E-C-H-O-L-S. Awesome. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Stonecrest, come get healthy, get your mental health right. Leave your husband. <laughs> don't leave your husband. Don't leave your husband. <laughs> Bring what you too. Right, right. Bring your husbands because we don't just see women. Bring them kicking and screaming. Dr. Eccles will yes, calm them down. Right? Those are my favorites. <laughs> right. Kicking, screaming, spouses, fiancés, all of it. Get them healthy. Get them right so that they don't die too fast. Unless you're aiming for the insurance, then of course, don't bring them to Dr. Eccles. Let me get out of here. I'm having a terrible <laughs> night. All right. We love you, neighbors. We'll see you next time. Wake up. Stonecrest. Weekly. Learn about your city from neighbors who actually live there. Stonecrest. Weekly.